Welcome to Moving Through Life, the baseball podcast. This is Donald Lutz, one of your hosts. I would like to welcome you to our show. I would also like to announce my co-host, baseball expert, Frank Fister. Hey, Donald. Hello there, everyone. This is Frank Fister, second of your two hosts, professional coach, teammate, and friend. It's an honor to be here with you all. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Moving Through Life, the baseball podcast from Brizzy. It's midnight over here, but it's a special day. We got Frankie P on the other line. Frankie, how are you today? Doing well, Don. How are we doing? Yes, amazing. Uh, today is a special day because, uh, first of all, it's episode 11. Uh, we're still hitting, what do you call it, milestones. And... Um, one of the things we want to talk about today is we've been planning to have a guest on our show. We finally have, it's pretty, it's a big deal. Let's, let's start with building up a little bit of excitement. Frank, tell us how excited you have been since I texted you that we have our first guest lined up. Very excited, Don. You've been talking about a guest since before we even started doing this. I, you know, I was under the impression we'd have a guest every time, and it, you know, it took us to get to double digits and episodes to get one. But uh, it's an honor to have this guest here. I don't know if I want to drop the name first or if you do. I'm I, I, I saw. No, I'm just kidding. I, I spent about two hours trying to figure out how to introduce him, and uh, I, I figured I'll just go with the smooth, subtle, the Todd Father, aka yeah. Todd Fraser. Fraser, what's up, bro? Good, good. How are you guys? I want to say thank you for taking your time. Also, uh, thank you to your family, to Jackie. I know you guys are hanging tight, and I'm glad we get to share this cool moment. Because today, like I said, we, we're super pumped to have you as a guest on the show. Um, let's let's start with, can we start with a question your way? Or, I don't know, I, like I said, I, I was so excited we had so many things planned, but um, let's say, what do you want to say? Say something to us first. Say something to your new international um, audience. Yeah, give the people what they want, Todd. Let's go, man. We got the whole world listening. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm for one, I'm super glad to be honest with you guys. You guys were super awesome. When you played baseball, when we we're off the field, we had such a good time. I want everybody to know that's listening right now. These two boys right here are up and coming. They're dominating this world right now with their talk show. And we're going to talk a little baseball. I've been coaching a lot, coaching my nine-year-old son. My daughter's dominating in gymnastics. And then my four-year-old is doing T-ball. So for me, it's still baseball nonstop. I'm working for the Yes Network now with the Yankees. And um, I have my own podcast called Foul Territory. So I'm doing a little bit here and there. And I'm just super proud of you guys and what you've been doing. And I can't wait at the end of the show when Frankie P does his Mufasa impression for me. Because <laughs> I know that, hey, I'm only on this show to hear that because I know it's one of the best impressions you will ever hear in your life. And the people will hear that today before I leave. <laughs> That's fair. The best Mufasa impression in the world. <laughs> That's fair. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yes. Cool. Cool. So what one thing we do here, Fraser, is we try to 
pass on the the lessons we learned in baseball, which apply to everyday life. So right now, we'll tell everyone, take out your notebook and write this down. So I'm going to write down. What are we going to hear? Musafa? Mufasa. No, Mufasa. The bad Mufasa. guy. From the, Not the, bad from the movie, The Lion. No, no. He, come on, Don. He's the guy. Hey, Don. Hey. He's the king. Easy now. Easy now. You know who the king is, right? You know who the king is. You you guys are talking to the king. Let's, let's, king Lutz, man. Yes. King Lutz, we got to respect the kings that come before us, brother. This is this is Mufasa. Yeah, yeah. Hey, remember, I'm like trilingual. I speak three languages, so you guys remember. <laughs> Sounds like an excuse, Don. Like yeah. Big time. So, at end of the show, we're going to hear you, Mufasa's uh, impression. What I wanted to do first, um, Frank, was there a moment at Buffalo when you scored on a double? Yeah, I wanted to – I figured, you know, Todd, you've done a lot in the game and are still doing a lot in the game. And I, I – you know, a lot of times things – you know, there, there's a lot that comes before. There's a lot that comes after. And, and uh, I just – I felt like it was a good time for for you that kind of to bring up a big, mo- a big moment in your career, um, which I know you remember often and, and think about all the time. I uh, – there was there was a time where, where your boy – Frank hadn't – I hadn't played in about three months because I was on and off the Phantom DL and was just kind of bouncing around and – you know, I, I, I got a, I got a knock in Buffalo, and then and then in comes Todd Frazier, and um, not a lot of guys can score from first when they haven't been on the bases in three months. But you know, you you drove a ball off the wall as you do, and got you got you that one extra ribby that I know you still think about. And um, I just, you know, I, I felt like you know that one that one extra Buffalo RBI, man. You know, thanks to thanks to my rollers. Out, out the gate. So no, I just, listen. I thought it was a good time for you to thank me for that. Yeah, really. I think you should say <laughs> no, thank you too. I am, I am because that kind of kick-started my career going forward because I didn't know where I was going to be. And that RBI, everybody still talks about to this day. For yeah. some reason, I don't know. But thank you. Buffalo <laughs> transcended me because of you, and I appreciate that. I Thank you so much. It's, hey, man, I appreciate you saying it. It's nice of you to, it's nice of you to bring it up. And um, yeah, that means a lot, man. That was that was a good time. <laughs> no, the pleasure was mine. Thank you. That not kickstarted my eleven year career. Thank you again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. That's amazing. I'm glad we got that out the way. Since since <laughs> I, we we like I said, we prepared like eighty questions. Uh, I wanted to sneak one in too, and it was. It's more like from one of our friends. Uh, so uh, Sean O'Brien is one of our guys. He works here. Frank got to meet him last year. I flew Frank out to help at the uh, academy. I remember you helped me to kind of get that off the ground. So I wanted to say thank you at first because I reached out. That was three years ago now. Time is flying. Yeah. But yep. long story short, his, his son, I, I was like, I'm going to give his son the honor to ask a question to you because I think it's pretty special for a kid to have a chance to ask you a question because you had the taught father. The question was, yes. at what age did you know you're going to the big leagues? That's, that's an awesome question from a young man. For me, you know, I won the Little League World Series when I was 12. I always dreamed about being a major leaguer. But I think 
the biggest point in my career where I figured I had a really good shot of making it to the big leagues. I was in seventh grade. I'm watching my brother Charlie play in high school and the Toronto Blue Jay scout was there watching my brother and he came up to me and said, you know what? Take this and uh, fill this form out for me because we might just need you down the road. And my eyes got big. It was in front of all my friends and everything. And I said, you know what? Seventh grade, I was 13 years old. And I'm like, this, I, I have a chance. And I, I believed it ever since then. You know, maybe he was giving it to me to be funny, you know, but basically the rest was history. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's a beautiful story. And that's something that like that, that Don and I have kind of really liked talking about is little things like that, where, where these small ripples that, that we as people can, can drop for each other, that can, that can really affect lives, man. And that's, that's a beautiful story. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. We got to find that scout, that scout, you know, that scout got the real, got the real tip on you. Oh Yeah. What I, what I liked was you said you started believing it. So uh, can you tell us, like, that's for me now as a former short big leaguer international baseball experience now still playing in Australia? question was, like, how big of a role was the confidence play for you? Yeah, yeah I think for me, confidence was huge because I had two older brothers and everything they did I wanted to do. And it made me build even more confidence. They had records in high school. I broke them. You know, they had records in at universities that I went. We went to the same university at Rutgers. I ended up breaking those records, you know, not to sound cocky, but they always gave me a goal to try and hit. And, you know, I exceeded it and uh, with flying numbers. So for me, my confidence got better and better as I got older because of my brothers. And, you know, I tell these young kids nowadays, you got to look up to somebody. And, you know, for me, it was my brother. And I was very fortunate to have two older brothers who, um, who were very giving and very uh, helpful. Yeah. And Todd, can I ask just to go off of that? You talked about like, not to sound cocky. That's a fine line. Is there anything that you can um, kind of share maybe for, for kids or for really anybody about that, that line between confidence um, confidence and cockiness and how, how you kind of worked with that through your career. <clears throat> yeah, I think the biggest thing, and when I tell the young kids now in the nine-year-old team that I'm coaching with my son, I said, those baseball gods are always watching. I, I, I said, listen, you get a knock, you want to celebrate, that's great, but don't ever take it too far. You know, we're up by 10 or 11, and you're trying to steal second base. Don't be, don't be arrogant. Stay there, be humble. And I always tell this kid, make sure you're humble. There's, you know, there's that fine line you bring up is, is a great point that <clears throat> when you're playing baseball, it'll always come back to haunt you if you're trying to rub it in on the opponent. Be cocky with your team. Be cocky in the way you play. Be towards the other team. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Awesome. For the Aussies, for all the Australians, that means, like, respect the game. You know, it's a play the game the right way. And um, I got I got one more question for you, Fraser. If that's cool, maybe two. You know what I mean? I'm, I might sneak two in here, but the big one I want to you ask. Bet, was, you bet. Yeah. What advice would you give to kids nowadays from a baseball point of view? Like I would say, you can probably give me an age where your advice is most appropriate. For me, to any to any young kid is understand that you're gonna fail. If you can accept failure, 
but never expect failure. I'm going to repeat that. If you can accept failure, but never expect failure, never throw your helmet, never pout, because guess what? That's going to lead into worse things. No, you're going to get bases loaded hundreds of times. And guess what? You're going to strike out a bunch of times doing that. Just know the next time, be confident and expect to expect to win that at bat. Beautiful. Pro tip. Yep. Pro tip. And is that, and Todd, to, to piggyback on that a bit, you, that's something, is that something that you practiced or is that something that you had, you learned, like, you know, it's beautiful advice, but it it's just kind of for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while. It took a while. It took me to get into the minor leagues, if you want the truth, because cool. um, I would always get upset after an at-bat, and I said, understood, this is a long haul, man. And I finally figured out in, like, single A, double A time, and I basically took off after that. And, you know, those 0 for 4s really weren't driving me as crazy as, you know, back in the day, but you need to learn that. It's not something that comes natural. And that's beautiful because it's also like to, to balance that with the the confidence and, and the expectations of succeeding. Like uh, uh, sometimes that frustration is really caring right, and wanting to do well. But then um, to balance that out and find that sweet spot with that dance, man, that's that's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and that'll breed confidence in you once you understand your own set of skills and understand you can control the can't control the outcome, but you can control what you think in your brain. And that's the biggest part about young kids don't understand. Nice. That's a lot of knowledge here. You guys are, I hope, I hope you guys are back home. Whoever's listening, you guys are taking notes because this is pretty special conversation. There's some serious, what do you call it, Frank? Gold nuggets being dropped. There you go. Lots of gold. Golden nuggets. The Todd yeah. father just dropping dimes on us. Todd, I have a quick question just because I know that Don's going to throw some things at you. There was a time, um, again, it's probably right up there with the Buffalo RBI everyone's talking about. Um, you hit a mm -hmm. you hit a home you hit a home run with no hands on the bat. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie yeah, Moyer was pitching. That. <laughs> That's amazing. So. <laughs> The, the question that I have for you is, you know, again, we're talking for the kids out there, uh, preparation's a big deal. You know, you're doing your routines, you're doing your work. What drills do you have out there um, that, that, that was, you were working on that, like you had to work on a no hands homer, right? So like what, what drill did you do, you know, all the time that, that, that helped you get that no hands homer? What's your no hands homer drill? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question <laughs> for me. <laughs> Well, let me let me take you back. No, but for me, that's funny. A no hands girl. For all anybody, anybody. Sorry, I had to. You got me flustered. No, you got me flustered. Yes. But um, for me, it takes you back into high school. My head coach would always say, "Throw the hands, throw the hands, throw the hands." And for that instance, I I really threw the hands, and the bat came out. Everything worked perfectly. They did scientific studies on the whole thing, and they really couldn't believe how I really did that. But always said, throw the hands to the ball. So I threw the hands to the ball, and luckily my bat head plane, the, the plane of the bat was flat, and boom, 375 to left. Don, were you there for that game or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, been, I've been dying to talk about this, but I was like, hold your horses. Yes. Hold your horses. Chill out, Don. Chill out. Because I love that. I, Yeah. I, I love it. 
it was one of the coolest homers I've ever seen. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Thank you. It's the best. It's the best. Yep. <laughs> throw the hands, baby. Throw the yep. hands. Shout out to your high school coach who told you to throw the hands. You know what I mean? That's better than now you get to pass it on for anybody who's ever going to listen to this. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. Are we almost at the Mufasa moment? Fraser, how are we doing on time? I know, like I said, we want to respect your time. We know you're a busy man. So how are we looking? No, you got go ahead. Go ahead, man. You got 10 minutes. Let's roll. Ooh, okay. Because I wanted to give you another another chance, Lou. Give me another little shout out and tell us. Like I know because I follow you guys on Instagram, I follow you on Instagram, and I love always like the energy you guys bring, but you guys also share some cool moments where you, you I know your kids are I think 10 times more advanced than many because they're, they're super smart and active. And the other day I saw a reel where I think your son punched out a couple of guys and then you, you had like a nasty beat dropping and you said you guys go hard. Like you guys have a great time and you like, how cool is it to coach your son in little, is it little league? I don't know. How old is he? Eight. Yeah. So yeah, how cool is it that you get plays, to I'm, coach him? Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Team he, USA jersey you know, strap. Yeah, well, yeah, we made – I got to give credit to my wife, Jackie. She's the one that comes up with the ideas. They oh, get yeah. her athleticism from her, her too, as well. She was, an, she was an all-state gymnast back in high school and went, went and played uh, at Rutgers University. So she, she's got the athletic ability. I, I, just, I just have the power Whoa. behind it. That's about it. For me – you know, I, I want to coach my kids. I want to make sure they're they're taught the right way to play the game. And eventually, you know, I won't be able to coach them as they get older. But if I can lead them in the right path, that would be great. But we put together a really good team. And we've been playing well, man. And the playoffs start next month. And we're going to put our best foot forward and see what happens. And I got to give a shout-out to my daughter, too. She was an all-state uh, gymnast. You know, we got a nice little athletic family here. Uh, credit to my wife Jackie. So I give her all the love. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, I mean, like I said, my wife Larissa, she's sending love from Australia too. And we, like I said, we always we try to keep track with everyone we kind of cross paths with, and it's always special, man. Like I, I need to tell you, I have two more moments I want to share. What one was with fire trucks, dude? You came home from was it from the Olympic Games or the World yeah, Cup? yeah, we were over in Japan. Yeah, so you came home from the – just talk like anybody maybe in Germany or Australia through like in a couple sentences. How cool was that when you came home and these big-ass fire trucks picked you up with a parade through your streets, man? Like that's super special. I don't know. I don't even know if you know how big of a deal that is because you've done so many awesome things. And talk us through that. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. Um, the town came together and gave me a short little parade, you know, kind of brought tears to my eyes, how excited I was. And, um, I just had a 13 hour flight, but yeah, I felt I was tired and exhausted, but it just made it all that better to hang out with my family and friends. And we had a really, really good time. And that's, that's one of those top five moments in my life that I'll never forget sports wise and family wise, for sure. That's amazing. That's Dude. amazing. Frank, can you throw an alley-hoop after this one? Yeah. Um, like, off of that question? 
I don't even know. I just know Fraser used to do an awesome like uh, basketball referee impression, dude. Like, I was oh, like, yeah. what <laughs> is going on here? <laughs> so, oh, that's cool. Favorite, favorite, uh, favorite, favorite basketball referee call to make? A referee coming on a fast break. The guy steps in to take the charge. Referee gets that hand pump, and the other coach yelling at you. I love that one. That's my favorite one for sure. You'd rather call the offensive foul than the block. I don't know. I, it just depends. You'd rather, you call know, the the moment, I, You'd rather call the charge than the block? Yeah, it, it just it just got to go, you know, you got to be fair. Whatever the right call is. And then you you be in, You're making emphatic the right call. with I the call, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Need you. Yeah. Um, one thing I got off of off of the top five moment in the, in the neighborhood parade, um, you, you mentioned the speech, and I'm not going to, you know, call too much into what you had said that day, but one thing that just reminded me of that I was, I was kind of interested in, again, you've done a lot of amazing things with the game and, and um, with the game, with people around the game, with fans. Um, you've always been like a, a really, in my opinion, a very special, like you, you've, you've enriched the soil of the game, right, in terms of how you interact with people and, and teammates and everything. Um, I wanted to just ask, you know, is there, is there anybody just like right now or, or people, do you have any kind of little thank yous that maybe don't always get out there? Um, any, any sort of like underrated, like low key, uh, gratitudes that you'd like to throw out, um, and just spread kind of those, those good vibes out there to somebody that maybe, you know, people that you don't necessarily, um, get to speak about whether they are neighborhood, family, whatever. Um, just a little, a little moment of, of, of gratitude. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is, is all the coaches that started that I was with, um, from T-ball all the way up to college into the minor leagues that, that go unnoticed. Those guys helped me along the way. They pushed me and, you know, the people behind the scenes, you know, whether it was, you know, a trainer or, you know, your mom and dad who, who always made sure you were on time for things and all this different stuff. And for me, those people, you know, from top to bottom that go unseen, I appreciate them through and through. Nice. And then, yep. and just quick to go with that, just cause somebody that for me, that was that, that made a big, a big impact when you're, when our paths crossed, Do, can you, can you give any memory, any little story about Smokey Garrett? Oh my God, Smokey Garrett was the best. Him and his voice. Hey, Frazier. Uh, remember one thing if nobody's on base, there's still RBI opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit that home run, big boy. I said, All right, big dog, appreciate you. And he was the best. He, he, he used to hit bombs. He was a special hit coach to have for sure. He made, he made everybody loose. Yes, sir. That is amazing. Yeah, he's, we, we've talked yeah. about it, Todd, like, like some, of those, some of those old coaches, like, we call them like redwoods, you know, because they're those trees that just are are growing and giving back. And 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 Smokey, Smokey's a special one. So thanks for that. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. All right, so we we're going pretty good on time. I'm gonna ask you now. I would like to share my favorite moment or like first moment I saw you on the baseball field, and then I say we roll into the Mufasa impression and then i would like to give you and your podcast a shout out yeah that's right guys a foul territory show shout out is coming at the end of the show so stay tuned so my first impression not impression like i saw your sarasota 
maybe the first field when you walk out of that old clubhouse on the right side. I was like a 17-year-old kid just coming from Germany. Nobody spoke to me because, like, everyone thought I was Latin. And all the Latins thought I was American. <laughs> but I, I was just speaking German. I'm like, I'm, what is going on? I make my way down after, like, figuring out how to read the schedule. And there's the Todd Father, a.k.a. the Flavor Phrase 21, hitting from <laughs> toss. Like, in, in Florida, it's very humid. It's hard to hit the ball hard or far. And you were hitting from toss on the field to dead center on top of the little shed. And it was one of the most <laughs> impressive things I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I tried to do it for years, man. I could do it. I don't know. What's the secret to hitting front toss on the field, dead central bombs in humid air? It's the no-hands-homer drill, Don. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to be born with that one, man. You got to have okay. that strength in the forearm. God's gift. Listen, I know you – listen, I've seen, I've seen you hit balls over, over the – the screen in center field big guy you've you've hit some balls where most don't but front toss i i don't know what it was maybe it was my bat path i biggest thing for me even in batting practice was always trying to hit the ball over the center field wall because anybody can go you know if you're left you can go to right if you're righty you can go to left yeah it was either center field or right center as far as i could and that got me in the right path of hitting the baseball i love that that's big boy territory. Yes, it is. Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth territory there. Yeah, man. Cool. Cool. Love that comparison. Yes, sir. All right. I think Frank, I think you're up, bro. I think you're up. <clears throat> yeah, this this is the moment I've been this this is the moment I've been waiting. Hey, before before I do it, man, just just to go into to what like like Jackie with with gymnastics and your daughter with gymnastics, I, I'm I'm interested in how different sports connect, dude. Is there anything that that you've seen or yeah. or Jackie's seen that you know you have two very different, seemingly different um, athletic experiences, right? Like gymnastics, even though there's a team aspect, is very individual. Baseball, it's got a team aspect, but it has some individuality too. Are there what are some things like? Can you can you just say anything that you've seen that are are kind of connections from those two worlds. Cause I, I mean, gymnastics is amazing to me, the body control and all that. Um, before I get into the King, um, can I hear a, just what you've seen in, in, and experienced with those connections? Yeah, I, I think the, <clears throat> the one connection I see is when you're in the batter's box, three, two count, you're all there by yourself trying to get that guy in. When you're in gymnastics on the beam all by yourself, you take that one or two seconds before you make your your finish, before you finish your routine. That's yeah. kind of the similarities I see because you're on you're on that pedestal by yourself. Same thing when you're about to run through the vault. Like, here we go. This is my turn. Uh, when you're on the on-deck circle, uh, yeah. this is my time. I got this. You know, the mindset, I think, is the same. Skills are different, but I think the same mindset, and I think that's where – it comes into play. That mental aspect of the game is, is you got to figure out. That's beautiful. Thanks for that. My, my niece has done a little bit of gymnastics too. And it's, it's amazing. Jackie, deep, deep bow to you and your daughter for, for, for doing that stuff. That, it, that blows my mind. You all are superheroes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then, all right. <clears throat> Am I supposed to do something now? I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah. Let me, 
you can warm up your throat and then while we do that i'm gonna ask fraser what we usually ask each other was what would you what kind of advice would you give young 12 year old todd fraser in baseball terms like if you could give yourself a piece of baseball advice right now what would it be at 12 years old I, I would say slow down, young man. I was always in a rush. I, nice. I, I always, I always, I always wanted to do as much as I could, but sometimes I let the moment get to me. So just understand, I would tell myself, slow down, enjoy the moment even more than you did, and focus on what you can control, and Love you're that. going to be better off. And that was that was the biggest thing. Amazing. I have a huge smile on my face right now. I'm glad that you said that because. Like I said, Frank and I, we still, we work sort of like in, in play development and we're looking to like grow the game on an international stage. And I think anyone who's ever going to listen to this is going to benefit from this tremendously at whatever age. So that's pretty cool. I wonder yeah. what Mufasa would say to this. I'm only brave when I have to be. And then, um, <laughs> I don't, this is a little, you know, I don't know how to get, get into it, but um a couple of the go-tos that i remember trying to drop on todd you deliberately disobeyed me and what's worse you put nala in danger <laughs> hey dude do one more for me remember remember yeah. there he was giving him knowledge and he said and and the and the yeah, grass yeah. becomes you I know gotcha, i gotcha. forget what you yeah, said yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. so can you can you lead me in and say and say uh say but dad don't we eat the antelope please Yes, yes. I, 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 you want me to start that? Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, just, you know, it's kind of like a give and go here. Uh, uh, if, if you could just yeah. Yeah, give me a little here, bounce pass. Here we go. So, Dad, don't we eat the antelope? Yes, Simba, but let me explain. When we die, we become a part of the grass, and the antelope eat the grass. And so we are all a part of the great circle of life. Oh man, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hey, and by the way, uh, I mean go. again, dynamite, dynamite alley oop right there. You, you talk about a Mufasa impersonation. Your Simba is is world class, Todd. Oh, appreciate. Yeah, I, I tried playing the part. <laughs> tried playing the part. Solid, dude. I appreciate thank you guys, man. Thank you. Thanks, man. That's amazing. Thank you guys for your time. We'll finish it with this one. Todd, give us Give us one more real quick. How can the people find you? How can they follow you? How can they? I know you, you're big on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, Todd Fraser. We got the Foul Territory Show. We also have, what? can you talk Little League World Series broadcaster? That's a pretty big, cool thing. Yeah, yeah so I got some good opportunities coming up. I did a Little League World Series last year for about six to eight games, and now I'm going to yeah. do about... I think close to 16 games this year at Williamsport. Um, I'm working for the Yes Network with the Yankees, uh, about 20 games pre and post game in the studio. And then I got my podcast, uh, Foul Territory, which you can see on all mainstreams, you know, YouTube, Switch, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. I'm, I'm still doing, man. I got to keep going forward and keep moving. And, um, that's it. I'm still in baseball, so keep 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 having fun. Love that. Thank you. That's very inspirational. Um, thank you guys very much. Uh, greetings and love from Australia. That's it for me. Yep. Thanks for joining us, Todd and 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 Jackie. Thank you both for sharing time. And and again, man, Todd, like 
it was it was a pleasure to get to cross paths with you, man. And and thanks for uh, thanks for being a, a, an awesome teammate. And um, yeah, beautiful. Thank you, guys, man. We'll talk soon. All righty. Yo, have a good one. Goodbye.